It's time to talk about investing with exchange-traded funds. Welcome to the ETF of the week, where we get the latest from ETFtrends.com's chairman and chief executive officer, Tom Lydon. Tom, great to be with you again. Great to be back, Chuck. Thanks. Your ETF of the week is... The Next Frontier Internet and E-Commerce ETF, ticker symbol FMQQ. FMQQ, the Next Frontier Internet and E-Commerce ETF. Now, this is a new fund. We talk about new funds all the time, but this one, the the Next Frontier is not necessarily just internet and e-commerce. It's looking into emerging and frontier markets too. So why this fund right now? One of my favorite emerging markets ETFs is the Emerging Market Internet and E-Commerce ETF, EMQQ, which is the older brother of this newly minted FMQQ. EMQQ really specialized in online buying in emerging market countries. However, Chuck, as you know, China is still qualifying as an emerging market country, and you just can't help by the sheer size and opportunity of online buying companies to have a huge allocation to China. About 62% in EMQQ is tilted towards Chinese internet and e-commerce companies. So the folks behind EMQQ said, look, there's enough opportunity outside of China that we can create a strategy that removes China from the equation and diversifies more into frontier countries. And that's really the exciting thing about this, where if you look to areas like Russia and Brazil and Argentina and Singapore, where early on eight years ago when EMQQ started, it was quite a novel idea because online buying was still in its somewhat infancy stages. Today, that's how most consumers in emerging market countries buy product online through their phone. Today, We have a lot of frontier countries that are also doing the same thing. And the thought behind it is, why not get some of these frontier countries early as they too are embracing online buying? By 2030, the middle class is expected to swell to 5.5 billion people with consumption in emerging markets totaling $30 trillion. It's huge. And The average e-commerce penetration in FMQQ countries right now is only 5% in comparison to 20% in the U.S. So there's a huge amount of upside. They're publicly traded companies. There's more diversification. And I know, Chuck, a lot of times we like to talk about established ETF products and trends and that type of thing, but I don't think you can consider this strategy soon enough. It's really interesting to me because I've traveled a little bit to frontier markets, not as much as I'd like to, but having been there to do some business, I was fascinated when I was in the Ukraine, for example, about how that business community interacts with the rest of the world and where they are. So I love the potential because I believe in the potential. At the same time, talk about volatile. Now, we're always talking about brand new funds, and this is a brand new fund, fresh out of the box and whether or not you want to wait and all those other sorts of things. And you talked about the pedigree, liking the sister fund. But the truth is, 
this is not an area where most investors have. We, we talk all the time about maybe people don't have enough emerging markets exposure. Well, almost nobody has exposure to frontier markets. So how much are you willing to let this be of a portfolio and how much volatility do you expect? Because it's a brand new fund. So we don't have a lot of track record in an asset class that is known for the few funds that are there to be volatile. Yeah, this is not for the faint of heart. There's going to be volatility. But even talking about China, there's volatility. Talk about Evergrande recently and how that tested a lot of investors' emotional fortitude, right? So the bottom line here is, is you look to the future and you can stomach volatility. There's more diversification because there's more countries that you don't have exposure to. Because like you said, many are underweight in emerging markets. They don't have any frontier markets. But if you were to go into frontier markets that have established e-commerce systems in place, wouldn't that make sense to consider owning stocks in those areas? Hey, look, Chuck, if you had 2 to 3% in this in your equity portfolio and you held it for the next 10 years, I'm feeling very confident that that will pay off just by the pure growth numbers that we're seeing in the amount of people in these countries and the amount of commerce that will go through on their individual phones. Because of the volatility involved here, I would think under most circumstances, 200-day moving average play. But we're a year away, basically, from having a 200-day moving average on this fund. And you said, you think most people should be looking at something like this because it's a diversifier, because there's so much potential right away. So is there any sort of limiter or something that you can put a governor that you put on this to say, hey, here's what I'm in, here's what I'm out? Is this something where because it is such a unique portion of the world, you're just going to own this, you're not going to use a trend following strategy, but you're going to rebalance like crazy? Let's suggest this early stage because we don't have a trend, but also early stage in frontier markets and emerging markets as far as e-commerce buying. How about another strategy? How about dollar cost averaging? How about putting a little bit in and with the idea that if it does go down, you buy a little bit more? So not allocating 10% of your equity portfolio, but how about a half a percent and then add another half a percent over time? But if you built up to a 2 to 3% allocation over the period of the next 5 to 10 years, I think it's a good diversifier. Yes, it may be volatile. But investors today with individual securities, with cryptocurrencies, you know, we're going to see volatility out there. I think people can stomach that. But the idea is emerging markets are a lot more mature than they were 10 years ago. Frontier markets are more mature. But like you point out, Chuck, there aren't that many new and interesting opportunities. After frontier markets, we're not going to find that many more areas of the marketplace or areas of the world to diversify. And there's been huge growth in areas like China, for sure. But there are other countries that are well on their way. Africa, for example, where commerce is just going through the roof and it's all happening on people's phones. In fact, this is a fund that's heavy into Argentina and it goes to the BRIC nations, you know, Brazil, Russia, India without China. So I guess the other question here is you're not looking to do a BRIC slash emerging markets fund X China. 
excluding China. You really want the frontier exposure and you're willing to have the emerging markets that you're getting from the smaller emerging markets, from the Russias and the Brazils, right? That's right. Because in EMQQ, China has such a huge weighting, it dwarfed the other small emerging market countries and had no room for frontier. This is more focused in those new up-and-coming opportunities. It's the FMQQ, the Next Frontier Internet and E-Commerce ETF, a brand new fund and the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon at ETFTrends.com. Tom, stay thirsty, my friend. Thanks, Chuck. You too. Bye-bye. The ETF of the week is a joint production between ETFTrends.com and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. Yep, that's me. And if you want to learn about my hour-long weekday podcast, go to moneylifeshow.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. To learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, check out etftrends.com. They're on Twitter at etftrends and Tom Lydon, their chief executive officer, my guest. Well, he's on Twitter too. He's at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is available for you every Thursday on all of your finer podcast apps. We hope you'll check us out there. And if you have time and you like us, please leave us a review because they really do help. Until next week, happy investing, everybody. We'll see you again then.